<clears throat> oh man all right welcome everyone this is the ringing cedars radio show presented by the anastasia foundation i am your host gabriel miguel executive director of the anastasia foundation and today i am joined by i am very gratefully and happy to be joined by two of my best friends in the whole world um arianne teleshuski and wyatt cobra so Ariane and Wyatt are, like I said, some of my dearest friends, people I respect, uh, endlessly collaborators with the Anastasia Foundation. Ariane hosts the bi-weekly Pristine Origins guided visualizations calls. So every two weeks we have people coming in and Ariane is hosting these beautiful guided imagery meditations for people. And uh, it's very transformative and it's about you know, Ariane, I'd love for you to speak on it more. I won't, you know, try to speak on it, but, uh, you know, building these images in the air and helping accelerate change throughout our whole planet, shifting consciousness. Uh, it's a wonderful thing. She's also the founder of the Inward Path, which is an online community and uh, programming, you know, dedicated to inward transformation. Um, Ariane is a, is a guided imagery expert um, extraordinaire. And she is also our community engagement person at the Anastasia Foundation. She is a phenomenal community builder, um, someone who is like resonating with the, the beat of the heart of the English speaking Ringing Cedars community. It's a wonderful thing. And Wyatt Gober is also hosting uh, calls. He does the biweekly Kins Domain Design calls. So you jump in there and you talk about all things related to building your kin's domain, life on the land, um, law, and all these things that are related to that kind of life. And it's very inspiring. He's also, you are the founder of the, are you founder, co-founder, new, the new Melly country market in, yeah. Uh, yeah, in, um, in Missouri, right? Yes. Yeah. Right. I almost got the state wrong. There's like a bunch of states with, with M's. Um, so yeah. And uh, it's a nonprofit farmer's market. And Wyatt is incredibly dedicated to building, uh, you know, resiliency and wealth in his local economy, um, you know, connecting and inspiring, ringing Cedars readers everywhere. Wyatt is also very deep in the trenches with the English speaking ringing Cedars community, our community that we've built here um, and doing all kinds of amazing, inspiring things. He's a talented musician and uh, will probably be releasing some bringing cedars inspired bard music but I, I won't get ahead of it all here and uh yeah my friends i'm so grateful to have you thank you so much for that intro that's <clears throat> absolutely beautiful i'm so happy to be here with both of you likewise this is it seems like an uh, a monumental meeting that needed to need has been needing to happen for quite a while hmm. yeah because you know i don't think this is our first time well, we've talked all three of us separately, but just us being on a call together and recording it and, and publishing it. So it's really exciting to just have all of us here and do that. And um, so I wanted to start by, you know, there's so much that we could, we could do, but uh, I wanted to hear how you guys found the Ringing Cedars books and uh, how you, you know, how you came to find them, what they've done for you in your life. And uh, I just wanted to hear a bit about your stories. Whoever wants to go first. Ariane, you want to go? Yeah. 
Okay, sure. <laughs> I'm so polite. <laughs> We're yeah. so polite here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first time the books came to me was, I would say, approximately 10 years ago when I had just ended my first uh, serious long term relationship. And I was in a place in life where literally everything I thought I knew had completely crumbled to pieces and beyond. And my best friend at the time, like I, I like I was not in a good place in any, <laughs> in yeah. any way whatsoever. My best friend at the time gave me this, the ringing cedars book. And I took two months off uh, by myself. I went to Costa Rica and I read the book. Um, and over that two month period, and it, it was so impactful, especially because uh, I was reading it at such a pertinent time in my life. Mm. And I was in this beautiful oasis of the world, Costa Rica. Um, so the book left an enormous impact on me. Uh, I started to read, I think, until about book four. And uh, what happened is um, it started to dwindle away out of my life. It was 10 years later that the books came back into my life when I found my life partner, my beloved. And what we did, like, it's, it's quite fascinating. This is literally designed to perfection. We it came into our life when we began our official partnership. And so we read the books every night to each other. And we read every single book over a 20 month period. We based our relationship <laughs> off of the blueprint of these books. And I, I just wanna tell everyone listening, the, the experience that we have had as a couple has been so life transforming and we now have this sacred union <laughs> that we could have never <laughs> imagined. And I would love to speak more about this, but not right now, because I'm just giving yeah. a snippet here. I would love to hear more. Oh, yeah, for sure. So um, and now uh, Stefan and I, we are so committed to the Ringing Cedars um, Anastasia Foundation because we see it through our own experience every single day not just as a couple, but also as a man and a woman individually, you know, and mm. how we bring ourselves into the world um, in kind of a whole other depth of intimacy and connection and sacredness that we could have never imagined. So it's, yeah, I mean, incredible, incredible. We'll talk that more about beautiful. it afterwards, but that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. And, um, and Wyatt. I likewise, it was similar with me as Arion was saying that uh, in a point of her life where, you know, things just had kind of reached this end. Um, I had moved out to Oregon, you know, I grew up in Missouri and, and never really had left the state. And I, I lived in Oregon for two years on the ocean. And it was such a transformative experience. But at the end, I was I was feeling burnt. And I was feeling like, where where do I turn to now? You know, I, I have these intuitions, I have these feelings, but how do I channel these into something constructive that's not only good for me, but but really good for for everybody? I, I always, you know, I wanted to do something that would make my family happy and proud and make myself proud and happy and and, and make the world good. Mm. And I walked into this thrift store and there the book was just staring at me. I wasn't staring at it. It was staring at me. And it was just like I looked at the cover and it was the old first original green covers. And it was just so amazing. It was like, when I go back to that moment in time, I, I could never have imagined the benefits 
and the experiences that would be taking place in my life after that moment, the people I would meet, the love that I would start to feel from everybody around me, from the entire animal plant world and, and people I've never even met in person. Um, so it's been quite an incredible journey. I, I would say that the, the, the story is, is not as, as long as like Arian's might be, you know, with the 10 year period, but the effect for me has been absolutely life-changing. I mean, it's, it's, I wake and breathe it, you know, and it's, it's, it's my mission. Mm. Mm. Like, like all of us here, you know, yeah. and, and the books eventually brought us all together. And, um, Wow, that, that's beautiful. It's interesting that we all kind of found the books after, you know, a difficult kind of period, because there is this, this tendency to think that you're riding this super high wave of life, and then boom, the books come in and you go even higher. But, you know, Anastasia says that the books heal people and they, they heal the, the illnesses of the mind, the body and, and the spirit. And, you know, that generally <clears throat> winds up being that uh, it, it comes after a tough point, like that's how it happened for me, for sure. So it's interesting to hear that both of you kind of had a similar, similar trajectory in that way. And, um, you know, I'm really excited to hear more about God. I'm so curious what you were saying, Ariane, about, you know, um, how, as much as you feel comfortable to speak on how the books have influenced you and Stefan's relationship, I think people would really love to hear that. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm going to reel it all in here because there's so much information to share. And I really want to be clear, very clear and concise with sure. this message. What Stefan and I have, my partner and I have tapped into thanks to the incredible rich insight of these books is a degree of intimacy that um, I didn't even know was available. So instead of engaging, instead of seeing a partnership as, like, how can I say it? The engagements with my partner, there is a, there's so much uh, intimacy there from holding them, literally holding them, a degree of depth, a degree of like rich gratification, looking into their eyes, simply holding one another, simply kissing one another, feeling such a rich connection, <laughs> such mm. respect for this individual as a man, as a whole sacred being. <laughs> it's mm. like as if the books had unlocked this inner sacredness within us. And intimacy went from what I would say a very contained and even like limited, even superficial degree to a very whole and complete degree where I can mm. look at this person and um, have such a depth of love for them. And instead of like having these like carnal reactions to them, having a, a degree of love and connection where simply looking at each other is so fulfilling, simply holding one another is so fulfilling. And wow. I've heard about these stories before. And I always thought, yeah, you know, this was like before the books, I heard about these stories and um, I knew it was available, but to actually um, bring it into our lives was something I didn't think would happen. And it was very much thanks to the books. So the books really do um, bring the individual through a process where they, uh, where she, Anastasia, uh, 
takes the individual back to their pure pristine origins. So it's the original state that we all came here with, this pure unadulterated state. And through the words and through the imagery of the books and the energy of the books, she allows the reader to return back to this state. And in this state, um, there is a wholeness. There is a, um, like she uses the term pure pristine origins and she uses it so much. And it's something that we use often in this, uh, in the foundation and especially in the guided imagery. Right. And um, what I've noticed is that um, by using these words and working with this imagery, um, we're literally creating this like collective mind and heart together. <laughs> we're re we are rewriting our relationships with one another. Um, mm. And it's incredible. It's incredible. Like it's, uh, it's, there's a lot more to say, but I think I'll, <laughs> I think yeah. I'll, uh, I'll have it at this. Yeah. And, and Wyatt, by the way, if you're curious, this is a three-way conversation. So if you feel like jumping in on anything she says. Oh, yeah. Too, yeah. No, I no, Arian's um the description of the relationship is very, very interesting. I, I do think that there's a lot of people out there who are gonna benefit just from hearing that anecdote, you know, because it's so easy nowadays with the you know forces that are out there and with all of the distractions right to get lost and in, in well hey this is this is this way you know come along this path and come along this path and it's so refreshing to hear someone like you know shouting from the top of a mountain like hey this is love you know mm. this is love you know not not that you know and like don't you remember like i feel like there's that sense of like don't don't you recollect you know and I, I always get that with my interactions with Ariane is it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And and so I'm really curious for you to, to expand upon more like some of the values and ideas from the Ringing Cedars books that really like influenced you in that way and kind of created these powerful effects and, and feelings that you're having in, in your relationship, because I think the ringing cedars ideas and and values oftentimes are so either contradictory towards what the normal society you know the dominant culture is doing or just so like just new ideas that we have never really encountered before like there's a lot of things that i could name that i had never thought about before reading the ringing cedars books so i'd really love to hear some more about some of those things yeah, I'll, I'll jump in here. <clears throat> you know, simply seeing an individual in their pure, 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 pristine state, them as a pure whole being changed everything for me. You know, I came from a background where I spent uh, literally 15 years as a healer. And I was like, I'm a healer and everybody needs healing. And we all got to do healing. And like the world needs healing. Now the world's really in a bad place. We're all in a bad place. We're all broken. We all need fixing. It was like mm. this loop you know, and getting in a cycle of healership <laughs> and projecting it on everything. And then reading these books, Anastasia does talk about healing in the context of this pure, pristine image of the human being of men. So to interact with, not just with my partner, with friends and members of the foundation and the community through this lens, what I am seeing, and I know why it would, 
<laughs> would agree with me here because him and I have had like incredible experiences with this, observing this and participating it um, in this way in the community. What I'm observing is I'm literally seeing these innate capacities of people come alive. Mm. These innate capacities of being like what we would call like truly sentient, even like telepathic, like really connecting on such a deep whole, I would even say multi-dimensional level. It is very grounded though. Mm -hmm. It is so grounded. We are such a rooted community. We're not just a spiritual community with all of these spiritual concepts. We are grounding everything with the earth, through the earth. And we include the earth with our unity consciousness. We're not like human beings, let's go and evolve and, and we mm -hmm. can. No, it's human beings and the earth. We go together. We are one. And that's right. what makes this, <laughs> that's what makes this community for me a, a no-brainer. Yes, I'm so devoted to walking this path with all of you and making it such an integral part of my life. Because to come back to your question, Gabriel, like um, it is truly refining everyone's, um, I wouldn't say refining, it is awakening the, the wholeness in, uh, in individuals. And because we are all readers of these books and we're getting this information, remembering it, we can mirror it to one another and we are having the most incredible experiences on each one of our calls it's not just the guided imagery calls it's on wyatt's call it's on gabriel's call like these community calls we leave sometimes not sometimes yeah. every time and we're i would say we're in altered states oh totally i i agree a hundred percent i'm i'm yeah. on a whole different state of consciousness oh, yeah. by the end of the calls yeah, well, and it's so interesting because it become we become an inspiration train for each other, right? Like we become this like spinning circle that is just like, you know, one person, if they need to hop on, hop on, you know, and that's what's so cool that I've seen is that the strength that I see growing in people, the inspiration growing in people who yeah. when I first saw them, it wasn't it, it wasn't being expressed. And that would that that would be something that I think the books brought out in, in me. And so to see the foundation doing that for people is like, oh, wow, because we're just mirroring that what that, you know, the original intent of the books was. I think that that is what is so cool about you, Gabriel, and you, Arion, and, and myself and all of these other people who are, you know, putting our energy into this is that it's really so pure. You know, there, it's, there's no what, mo what motive could we have? You know, we just want good. And I think in that, in just running through our feelings, you know, as she says in book one, when you just feel and you write, you know, the, the combinations of words will appear on the page as you need it. I think mm. it's, the same, it's the same way with our actions. Like we're saying the things that we need to say to these people when we need to say them. Um, right. And it's working through us. And to be in that process with especially you three is just like, whew. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes it's sleepless nights, you know? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's that the collective co-creative process. And, you know, that that the beautiful thing, like you're saying, we're just we've created a container for that giant energy of inspiration to unfold. Right. We've created this place where people feel safe. The communication is open and everybody knows that, you know, it's a safe place, an open place with like minded people. I, I honestly I see it as it's just a giant spiritual family, you know, because yeah. Anastasia yeah. talks about the awakening of the Vedaru souls. And all it is, all that we're doing is trying to just, you know, cast out the fishing net and 
bring in as many of the people as possible and and connect and inspire and and help them you know just uh feel that they're not alone anymore fine well and i think i think it's important too that what's different about this foundation is there's no dogma right and that's that's what really i think i yeah. when i when i tell people about this movement it's immediately goes into that dogma train of like are you a religion are you a sect are you a cult are you some new age philosophy that tells their followers to do all this like it's none of that you know and that's what i think is so freeing about the foundation is that there it's this isn't dogma we're not all bowing down to anastasia no one's doing that here in fact we're just reminded that our strength really comes from within we're not you know we're not looking to some person in the sky to save us when we're in pain you know like we see oh pain is a conversation between god the universe and me um right you know yeah anastasia's message is so affirmative to the direct connection between man and god you know and that no man shall you know she says the father abides no intermediaries right and um she says elsewhere in the books that um she's quoting you know saying what god would say and, and saying that anyone can hold conversation with my soul with god's soul you know it's just it takes that sincere willingness and and just speaking with him like he's a, a normal understandable human um but but yeah i mean it's it's beautiful you know wherever two or more are gathered in my name there i am in the midst of them and so we've got three of us right here plus the dozens and hundreds of other people that are interacting with us and so we've just built this beautiful spiritual family you know i i just see it as like spiritual fellowship is so important mutual understanding and community and support is so important and what can arise from that is just nothing short of magic you know I, I always said that if I was able to successfully connect one person to another person and they became friends and they lived their lives, then that was all I had to do. You know what I mean? And and now we're doing that exponentially, right? And not only are we just connecting these people, but we're inspiring, we're creating places for dialogue, all kinds of connection that's happening. And uh, I mean, it's incredibly gratifying, um, you know, kind of unspeakably gratifying and uh i i know that you guys feel the same way about it and it's just powerful what we're doing you know um i'd love to hear more about your experiences with the community that we've been building and um maybe some inspirations or just cool things that you've seen happen because there's so much happening that you know i think you guys are a little bit more tapped in than me because i'm i'm on uh you know i'm more on the planning and higher direction of stuff and you guys are really in the community so i value everything you have to share yeah yeah it's been a, what a ride for wyatt and i <laughs> we literally write to each other on telegram and we're like sometimes you don't even have words no. you know? yeah mm. <laughs> it's crazy yeah yeah it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> to, be, to be these, you know, um, to be these uh, anchors, you know, these space holders for these individuals to come together and to have discussions, to connect with one another, to find one another, like you were saying, Gabriel, and then yeah. bringing in this, this imagery 
you know, you bring in imagery, Gabriel, and you bring in imagery, uh, Wyatt, onto your calls as well. You know, we don't have to be going into a meditation to be doing this like living imagery. Mm. And living imagery, everyone, for those who don't know that, is um, Anastasia, the main character of the book. She talks about the science of imagery and how um, a really inspired thought with feeling and detail and sensation behind it literally goes out into the world and literally, literally rewrites the blueprint of the world you can literally you can literally stop a, a catastrophic disaster from happening with thought and with collective thought if you um yeah so what we've been doing <laughs> as a community on all of the calls it's been happening on all of the calls we've been we have been um like i mentioned before creating this like collective mind and heart together and what in my experience as as the guided imagery um host i've been seeing um the spirits of the individuals on these calls just rise and rise every single call there is this inner joy and elation that is taking place as if we are already living on the green thriving oasis planet that we are all envisioning there is a part of us within that's already there that's yeah. already living it and we know it even though we can't see it yet, many of us, many do have their kin's domains, but um, many of us at the moment don't. I can see, and in my own experience too, there's truly an elation. We're feeling it on a cellular level. Mm. And it's like as if every time we meet in all of our community calls, it's like as if we reinforce this knowing that yes, we are moving in a direction that is thriving green, that is pure, that is pristine, that is like, uh, that is built on peace and through peace for eternity like this is what we keep on reinforcing every time we meet this energy comes alive and it further expands so yes. yeah go ahead no it's just it i just to continue with that and then what it does though is then it, it informs these things that we see in the material world so we start bringing people together and they they become friends and they they decide to create a settlement or they they set out and they they take a whole class on permaculture because they're so inspired about wanting to learn how to plant but it's it's done with a different it's done with love it's done with this excitement and this intention that they received through the imagery and i think that is what is so different is instead of using something externally as a catalyst here we're using something internally as the catalyst and using that as our as our strength and it it makes this foundation unique because most most disciplines and most things in the world are, are one-sided right they're extremes and and here we are really the perfect marriage of invisible and visible and we really seek to harmonize both of those aspects you know and the imagery is is a part of it, a huge part of it, an equal part of the physical manifestation of the kin's domain. Um, and it's so interesting to see these people come out and, you know, they're, they're like, oh, I drew this picture of my domain. No, you know, I made this song and it's like, it's incredible. Then it fills you with joy. It's, it's such a co-creative thing, this imagery. You know, I was just reading last night in the uh, book one, uh, you know, Anastasia says, it, the universe is so designed so that if one person wanted this son, a second sun wouldn't appear. But if everybody on the earth wanted a second sun, a second sun would appear. And that came to me as you were talking about the imagery, Arion, because it's so true. When we hold these images of, you know, people being supported by a community and kids laughing and playing, like we we're making it. It's there. It's already it's there. 
yeah. right? And and Anastasia describes these these images and the energy of thought as existing in space and and living. You know, we give them life through our our thoughts, and they exist in space and they're resonating. And as more people tune into them, they get stronger and stronger and stronger. And that energy, you know, that image starts to precipitate into the material world. And it's just inevitable. And when the image has that much power, and, and especially when it's held with such sacredness and joy in the hearts and souls of so many people, that is what accelerates the transformation. Because she says that our position in time, individually and collectively, is determined by our consciousness, our feelings, and our aspirations. And so somebody, uh, Vladimir was asking her in the books, how long would it take until the world is like covered in kin's domain? She says it could take a couple of years, it could take 300 years. And mainly it, it all depends on our, our consciousness. And I can definitely echo both of your sentiments about, you know, because I've been hosting the calls for a while, the ones that I've been doing um, more than a year and a half. And like I to see where we started and where we are now, how people react every time. It's so, uh, that energy of, of community and openness has built up so much. And it really warms my heart because that's my whole mission is to make people feel comfortable and safe and like they have other people to talk to. Because it's a thing where you read the books and you can pretty easily wind up isolated, whether, you know, for whatever reason, uh, I know people who, there's been people on our calls who say, I read the books 12 years ago. And it's the first time I've spoken to another reader. Like, that's insane. And um, to have a, a space where that is happening. And what I want to say about the, the images. Um, yeah, it's, it's that. I don't, I don't remember what I want to say. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to jump yeah, in please. here if you, if you forgot. <laughs> If you forgot, I actually can jump in here and take that that thought here. There's Please. actually something that's kind of like really percolating here in my mind that I wanted to share. Something that you had uh, mentioned a couple minutes ago, Wyatt, regarding um, Anastasia, and uh, I think it is, I think it's book three. Vladimir goes up to Anastasia and he says, "Like we still, we need you." Like you were talking about dogma, remember, Wyatt? Yeah, um, yeah. and, uh, why it's like, we need you, like, we still need you to, you know, tell us what to do and where to go. And like, you know, how can we still have like access to you? And she said, I, she said something along the lines of, I've planted, I what she said. yeah, I've planted the seeds in individuals. Now they're going to have the direct experience through themselves, like through their, uh, experience. And she's like, kind of like my work, I've done my work, you know, now mm -hmm. it's all going to come through the individual experience. She and said, I wanted to highlight that because um, it really does demonstrate the the sovereignty of each individual. You know, she really stands for sovereignty and uh, and these pure, pristine origins of each individual and each individual being this reflection and embodiment of God, creator, whatever you want to call it. And for me, that's so freeing, you know, oh, my God, coming from spiritual practices, <laughs> so many different spiritual practices where it was like the focus was on the, um, was not on that, you know, it was like, look to that person to tell you what to do, look to that person for the wisdom and the insight. Um, whereas she is like giving it all, like she, she's not giving it all to us. She is mirroring <laughs> to us what we have innately. And it is, it's everything. It's eternity. We have it all within us. 
And she reinforces this over and over again in every single book repeatedly, how she is mirroring the capacity of all men, of every single individual, everything that she is, we can all be as well. How refreshing is that? You know, I constantly leave these books, like I close a book every single time and I'm constantly empowered. You know, I'm constantly reminded of what, um, what my capacities are instead of like, you know, projecting all of this, uh, you know, like adoration. I mean, I do adore her. She's phenomenal. I adore the whole family, but it is in such a, a healthy way. It is not in a codependent way at all you know? Um, so, right. It, a friend of mine, Stefan from Europe, he said that, uh, Anastasia doesn't want to be the guru. You know, she's not a, she doesn't position herself to receive all kinds of, um, uh, you know, adoration, especially not worship. I won't, I like, I dare to even say that, but she, as you say, is that she tries to, she said in book four that she wants to make the image of God alive and clear to all people and make the image of God so vibrant and alive to everyone that they can see and feel and understand the creator in their own hearts and souls and awaken, you know, as you were saying earlier, Arian, that's that uh, image of man in his pristine state, you know, because she, she says in the books that every one of us has our like pristine image, you know. Uh, and it's deep within all of us. It's, it's the image of ourselves as God made us to be as we were intended. And it's deep within our souls and it's there and it knows everything. It has everything we need to know, all the guidance that we need, all the strength that we need. And she's looking past everything and going straight to that within all of us, that radiant eternal light that God created us as, you know, and uh, it's super empowering. Because, you know, you don't, and, and, and the other thing too, is she also said that anyone who wants to communicate with her really can because her thoughts are in space and they're accessible to anyone who wants to, you know, tap in and, um, you know, she, it's, it's just different. It's not like, it's not like any, any old religion thing or any kind of guru thing. It's, it's a, it's a, it's like a wise friend sharing with you from the depths of her soul. And she says, through people, I will prevail. Um, my soul will prevail through people, you know? And that's just such a powerful thing. It's powerful. Totally is. And I, one thing that came up for me there is that, you know, it's the, the, when you look at disciplines and you look at religions, they all go off the fundamental that there's something within you that you need to train and, la and that you're lacking. And, and sure, like our thought, we need to train that right in our hearts and our desires, you know, because we're, we're, mm. we're born in the world we're today. But it is not, you know, she paints the picture. She mirrors, as Arian said, you know, the book three when she's being, you know, uh, trying to be assaulted by those men is a phenomenal example of how she mirrors just only the goodness of people you know she's mm. never um and, and it is easy i think for those who don't know about the foundation and don't know about this work and haven't experienced these sensations that we all three know like the back of our hand now that you know she this isn't somebody we're, we're looking to is an idol or we're asking for help from all the time you know it's it's something as gabriel said a wise friend that yeah. I, for me it's it's a remembering you know when i read her books it's it, vladimir's books her books it's like i'm just like remembering that's that's how i feel you know and there's a famous philosopher aristotle all knowledge is simply remembering 
And so I don't feel as if I'm, I just feel like I'm getting a friendly reminder, you know, and like always like, Hey, Hey, come back to here. What did you think that you needed something? No, 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 no. You're good. You're, you're totally good. You have everything. Just maybe pay attention to this instead. That's how I feel like it's like, she's shining like lights into dark places, but like our space is the same. You know, we haven't, it, we're nothing new because of her. We're the very same. It's just like, whoa, we realize it now. That that makes me think of the parable, I think, is in book four of the, she tells the parable of the two brothers and the twin brothers. And, you know, one of them leaves from home and sets out to become the wisest man in the world because they're, they're both, their father dies and they're like, we have no wisdom. We need to get wisdom. And so the elder brother goes out and he says, I'm going to travel the world, get all the wisdom, come back home and share it with you. And the other brother says, I'm going to stay at home and just take care of the garden and whatever, have my family. And I'll wait for you to bring back all the wisdom. And to make a long story short, the brother comes back like 60 years later and he's, he's got a giant throng of disciples behind him. And he, he's this, the wisest man in the world. And He's like a King Solomon kind of figure and he comes back and he shares his wisdom and each little pearl of wisdom he's sharing the brother, the other brother was already living the entire time. And, you know, like every man should live in a splendid garden. Every man should endeavor to have his life filled with love. Every man should plant a, a, a family tree for their family. And the younger brother was already doing all of it. And then the older brother gets so disheartened at his realization that he spent all his life looking for wisdom only to find it and never practice it, that when he's leaving, he inscribes on a stone and he says, everything you're seeking pilgrim is within you already. With every step you take, you're losing it more and more, you know? And it's, it's interesting that like, you know, it's so backwards from all the teachings of, of the world, you know? It's the books are simultaneously giving you uh, the deepest truths of mankind and also empowering you as an individual and, and not saying that you're lacking or anything like that. It's saying everything is within you. Trust yourself, trust your feelings, allow yourself to experience this, let it unfold. And, you know, you are not this imperfect creature. She's affirming the, the perfection of all humans everywhere all the time that's all she's screaming from the rooftops about how all of us are pure and pristine and we only need to open our hearts and go there it reminds me of when she says when vladimir asks her what you know what can knowledge of the truth be you know shown as and she says you know the chief way that knowledge of the truth is expressed is in living it and then vladimir asked her what is the what is the chief characteristics of someone's life who is living in the knowledge of truth and she says a happy one and it brings me back to then again, you know, um, when, you know, God asks, you know, his, all of us, you know, only be happy. I ask you be happy, you know, again, you're turning away, like be happy. You know, we've Ariane and I were just talking about this the other day. Like there's so much to celebrate, you know, and it's so easy to get caught up in, in the news and all of these things that are happening that can be perceived as outside of your control. But we need to remind ourselves that the greatest power we have is holding these living images and being in that state of joy and celebration because a when we celebrate we learn easier we i can hear something i can you know look at a gardening book and absorb it and i don't have to study it 
you know, be, we see the pristine image in somebody else. Always. We're not, we're not looking, we want them to come join the celebration, right? We're not like, Oh, this is only my party. And then, you know, see is it's like we begin to really see ourselves as we give holy in that community. And I see that in you, Gabriel, and I, I like you have inspired me so much to be a leader in my community with how you give, because I, you know, these words came to me the other day and it's like they're echoing what you are. You know, when you give wholly of yourself to a community, you see a reflection of who you are, really. That reflection yeah. is, you know, given back to you. And it's so I mean, true. You just like mimic that and uh, express that so beautifully, brother, I have to say. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's it's so true. I mean, I, I couldn't even I, I couldn't even begin to tell you the kind of kindness that I've received from people over the years. You know what I mean? It's indescribable. It's indescribable. Um, and it's there's no greater joy than to serve your fellow man in, in the name of God. You know what I mean? I to me, you know at least that's how I view my life. And so it's, you know, it's an honor and a pleasure. I get to meet people like you, both of you and, and work together in a sacred partnership in, in the name of turning this earth into a beautiful, pristine, flourishing garden. What greater joy could there be? Right. And uh, what a happy life that would be, right. Just doing this together with your dearest friends, you know, friends of friends of lifetimes, you know what I mean? This ain't the first time that we're here doing this. And uh, maybe next time around, we'll be doing it too. Who knows? Who knows? And um, it's just a beautiful thing. So I'm, I'm getting really moved here. <laughs> um, I, feel, yeah. I feel the same way. I feel the same way about both of you. I see it in both of you. And what I'd like to add to this is that it's almost like this, um, this deep inner spirit calling of ours is so willingly coming out <laughs> to share and to hold space and to gather people and to to connect and communicate and it is uh, i've been doing leadership work now for 20 years i started teaching when i was 18 years old like life mm. was like teach Ariane, teach now <laughs> right i started it. teaching really young and like i can say without a shadow of a doubt that in these last um almost 20 years um, the degree of inspiration right now, I have never experienced before in my life. Never mm. this degree of inspiration. Oh my God. And we truly are feeding it, uh, through each other and with each other. And it's not, it's not a job. It's not work. It is so much play <laughs> and such, such a joy to watch each other soar and yet remain like so grounded. We're rising up, we're expanding outwards and we're rooting down at the same time. It's an incredible feeling. Mm. I wanted to jump in really quickly and um, uh, mirror something, uh, not mirror, but like further extend Wyatt's thought when, uh, with that last conversation there, with that last thought he had. So what I find uh, so refreshing about um, this foundation and everything that this foundation offers uh, is that uh, Anastasia, these books, our community, we're reminding each other that in this very chaotic, dismal world, there is actually the potential for sheer and total paradise. And this, this community constantly reminds me of this. Even right now with everything that's going on in the world, there's some pretty devastating things like in this moment happening that's like truly devastating. Um, there is, I, I think of the foundation, 
I think of our energy and I'm immediately suspended and held and supported yeah. in this, this vision. And I see the, the tactile steps that people have already taken with building their kin's domains and, you know, uh, all of these settlements in Russia. And it further uh, reinforces that, yes, this thought that, yes, this is possible. This is happening. This is where we're going to, and nothing right. can stop us. It's like right. that kind of feeling, you know? The way that I see it is that we are not in a period in the world where it's turning into nighttime and we are in the, in, in the night. We're in the dawn. We're in the dawn. You know, everything else that doesn't, we are in the dawn of the new world. It's happening. And the rest of that stuff is just a little bit of darkness that's about to go away as the sun is rising. The sun is rising on a glorious new world and we're part of it every day. And I remember my wife used to ask me, like, she would ask me um, sometimes, you know, with all the things that are happening in the world, all these COVID things and everything else that was happening in the last couple of years, she would ask me, like, you think everything's going to be okay? And I, and I I'd, I'd reply, I know it's going to be okay. I'm seeing it every day. I'm seeing the people who are creating the new world. I live in this vision of, of the new world. I see, it's so vibrant and alive to me. The, the images of kin's domains everywhere, the images of, of all the readers in the English speaking world who are getting together and doing this, everything that's already happening in Russia. I'm like, I see the dawn of the world every single day. And it's, I know we're going to be okay, you know, and uh, it's, it's this idea that we, we always talk about that's, you know, there's, there's a certain degree of needing to know what's going on in the world, but engaging with it further just gives it more life. And it's like, is that what we're trying to do? Or are we trying to give our God given creative energy towards building paradise on the planet everywhere? Right? It's like, and we are so blessed to be part of the group where that's the intention, right? We're, we're literally all working that way. And it's, I don't know, I don't know what else to say on that, but we're all just in that direction. We're building the new world. We are the, the, the dawn of the new civilization, you know? And I think our inspiration is what sets us differently because you know when you're in an inspired state you learn so fast you know as she mentions multiple times throughout the book um, when someone is in a state of love uh, a single creator inspired by love is greater than all of the sciences combined you know and so i think that that's what we engender that's what we foster here between each other you know we all feel love for each other we feel love for the community but more importantly we feel love for this vision and this vision is connected right. to people in the past and people in the future that we, you know, know, but we haven't seen yet. And so what comes out is really like love. And I think that that's the most important thing um, because love is practical. Love is grounded. It's not, you know, woo, you know, it's no. very like, okay, we're going to, you know, plant a garden. We're going to have a child. We're going to dig a pond. Like there's not this, um, I just, I sense that with some new, not new people in our community, but people as I go and try to tell them about this and it's just inspired love. Like that's, that's all it is, you know? And that's, that's, that's what we're designed to like our cells are made to be in this state. Mm. And uh, I mean, I remember that one of the first imagery calls I did with Arianne, I had never actually, that's <laughs> so funny to even say, I had never actually like clearly visualized what my life would be like on a domain. And I did that mm. night and that changed everything. 
everything yeah. was changed it's because when you can conceive it then it's there it's then it's it's doable and having that sense of like confidence in yourself and that sense of ease makes you just flow through it throw flow through life in such this easy way and so uh, i mean the foundation to me is inspiration but chiefly it's love and i feel that between my brother and my sister here and i feel that between so many people that aren't with us here today that might be watching um right. you, you know and it's it's amazing what we're doing with this love it's huge the other day i was i think i was talking to my wife again about um how how we're created how anastasia describes you know man is made in the image of god right and so what is that image well god is the one who conceived of the earth and the universe and everything in his mind, in his dreams, and dreamed all of this into existence. He created all the birds and the water and the animals and the grass and the trees and the forests and the flowers. And his mind is so absolutely pure and brilliant and beautiful and inconceivable. And in that image, he made us to do the same thing, to bring life and beauty and joy to everything around us. And when you know, we have a community of people who are living in the image of the creator, you know, and that's, that's what we're doing is we are fulfilling this, this intention that God had for us when we were created, which is to bring beauty and life and joy and to everything around us, you know, turn the earth into a beautiful creation. Um, this is something I want to say earlier, Anastasia in book 10 says the, the purpose of mankind in four words is to perfect the dwelling land. And through perfecting the dwelling land, you perfect yourself. And it's this continuous process of perfection by taking the canvas of the world, of the earth that God has given us and creating beauty there, and then creating more beauty and refining it over time, we become more perfect, you know? And I think, wow, there's just so much I could say on the point, but we, you know, especially us, us three here, but, you know, the rest of the larger community. That's we're we're a community full of people who are living in the image of the creator. It's mm -hmm. it's incredible. And that's why the energy is so, so high. Yeah, to experience like divinity, to experience the creator God through the elements, through the earth was so life transforming for me because prior to the books, I found myself just being shooting shooting off the earth <laughs> yeah. as a spiritual practitioner to return and to be like yeah actually the elements nature this earth is the embodiment of the of this creator of the of divinity um so life-altering changed absolutely everything and i found this happiness that i i was looking for <laughs> thinking i had to search farther and farther and farther off the Away planet from to the go earth, find. Right. yes but really it's the further i root my feet into this earth the the more um truly like whole and grounded and anchored and just so alive so alive and yeah i my relationship with nature has changed to such a degree. I was talking uh, earlier on the call about uh, intimacy and partnership and how it, I have reached this incredible rich, um, you know, degree of engagement, you know, and it's the same with earth and the elements now in nature, it's precisely the same thing. Now there mm -hmm. is, it's not just a tree, like the tree and I are one, have always been one. It's alive, that tree is alive, you know, it's, 
it's a beautiful awakening that's deeply rooted and deeply grounded. Mm. You, you remind me of, so I love to think about the, the things that aren't in the books, but connected to the ideas in the books. And you remind me really strongly of something that I want to share with both of you, because I think you'll find it interesting. It's that from my study of religions across the world, I have honor and respect for all religions to the highest degree. I don't want anyone to misunderstand me. I respect every religion so deeply, you wouldn't understand. And I've, I've studied and looked at all of them. I'd consider myself a, you know, a religion, a religious universalist in that sense. And, you know, if you look at a lot of religions, they're looking, they're trying to find the antidote for human suffering, right? They're trying to find the permanent cessation of all human suffering. I mean, if you look at something like Buddhism, right? And, you know, even Hinduism, uh, a lot of religions will say that the cessation of all suffering comes through something like nirvana, which is absolute spiritual transcendence, uh, like this, the highest samadhi, the dissolution of the ego, and, you know, complete unification uh, of the soul with God, uh, without the material body, you know, you leave your body, and you unify with God forever and ever. And that's it. And that is the way to complete, you know, cessation of all suffering. And, and even, you know, Christianity says that in, in different degrees, you know, that winds up being um, the goal. And so you have this, in general, traditional religion has said the way to freedom and, you know, no more suffering, especially like Buddhism talking about reincarnations and being, being born in bad circumstances, Hinduism saying that, um, you know, Christianity talks about reincarnation too. Um, I won't even go there. It's there though. But um, so what I'm trying to say is that the traditional view is that, you know, you have to transcend this human plane of existence in order to never suffer again and uh, or to ever be reborn and suffer again in future births. And the interesting thing is that Anastasia's answer to the traditional approach, you know, of going inside uh, of dissolving the ego, transcending the material world, her spirituality or the ideas that she shares give people immortality, happy reincarnations forever, uh, connection with and knowledge of God, love and joy, happy families for all time. Like she has literally cracked the code of what all religions were trying to do, which is this permanent cessation of suffering, you know? Um, by creating a kin's domain, raising your family there, handing down that land to them, and then, you know, reincarnating on that spot over and over again in this happy existence, you have now, you know, transcended all suffering won't exist for you anymore. You know, all that will exist for you is just happiness and joy in, in eternity. And that's something I've kind of reflected on a lot. Um, you know, generally, all the religions of the world say, the path is inward, you know, and um, no pun intended on the inward path name. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've already gone down this road. I'm like, oh my God, why did I name it this? <laughs> I've already gone down there. So it's okay. Go ahead. No, my, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I just wanted to share that because it's, it's all grounded in the earth. It all starts with the earth. And, you know, a lot of religions, for example, monks will try to not have attachments to the material world. But Anastasia is saying, you know, to understand space is to understand God, 
to understand nature and co-create with nature is to comprehend the thoughts of God and to be one with him. Right. And so it's this world affirming thing because religion in the past is almost like kind of spat on, on the material world in a way, as if like this world wasn't perfect, as if the earth wasn't perfect. And there wasn't a purpose for us being here other than this is just a temporary school until we die. And then we go to some other higher level of existence. It's like, no, why would God condemn us to suffering here? Why would he create this place, put us here, if it was just a temporary stop somewhere else? You know what I mean? And Anastasia says that man is the strongest being in the universe, uh, partially because he is a material creation. He is a materialized image and he has power that other, you know, that don't exist without that level. So I, I just wanted to share that thought with you guys because I've been thinking about it for a while, you know? It's incredible. I mean, you, when you look at a bee colony, you know, if if we were to take that premise that people are saying, right, that, okay, this is a school and, you know, you need to get rid of, you know, life is suffering and therefore let's do our actions to, you know, get out of it. Um, that would mean that we wouldn't be a self-contained creation, right? Like we wouldn't have what we needed. And you know, we can logically dispel those just by simply looking at nature around us. And that is why when, you know, we're not going out in nature and humming, you know, to the trees. No, we're going and using our thought to penetrate an image of what the tree is and what a bee colony is and how a plant does these things. Because in that we see a reflection of our greater workings. We see the reflection mm. of infinity that everything has been created with. And so the world is not something to be thrown away. And I mean, of course, we see that with how we're treating it and how we're sucking, you know, mining things and sucking oil out and, you know, whatever. Um, and I think religions at the time of their creation had these intentions of, you know, okay, let's get these people together and do this and do this and do this. But the, the, the key thing that they missed was, yeah, it's like, it is here. It doesn't, it's not about getting out of here and, again bringing it back to the foundation is that's that is what is so different about this whole movement is it's 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 build a home you know it's plant a garden go out in nature walk barefoot not because you're gonna ascend off into some other world but because you're gonna be connected here and now you know and that's to me that that was like whew, that that alone in the books like that that I, that's all i would have needed i mean that was just anchored me locked me into okay this is my life this is my it it brought the sense of duty but it also brought this extreme sense of play oh yeah oh yeah oh, you talk about play like let's <laughs> let's look at how much more brilliant fun incredible can this adventure be like look at nature it is truly built um to provide sheer abundance and plentitude for us in the form of obviously like food we can grow incredible things right for all different varieties of foods that can um you know for us and like for whatever settlement we're living in and it's also an incredible adventure like i I like to tell uh, people um, in the other community I work with, like there's just as much magic and mystery in the earth <laughs> as there is in all of that spiritual cosmic realms. Right. You can find all of it and more in the earth herself. <laughs> and um, yeah, 
Yeah, it's pretty incredible. And I love the concept of you have this kin's domain, you, you build this thriving oasis, and then it's yours in perpetuity, like for the family line, you know, you gift this land to these future generations and each generation further refines the, the perfection of it, the beauty of it. And it's this beautiful gift that is passed down and um, savored, you know, you talked about play, like, oh my God, can it get any better than this? Can we allow ourselves? I, I <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I, I was on an interview the other day with Jim Gale um, and, you know, he was talking about planting food for us all over the planet. And there was some point in the conversation where I said, you know, the, the people forget that the solutions to the super difficult problems of the world are fun. You know, they're full of joy and they're fun. Like building a kin's domain is fun. It's joy. It's happiness. It's yeah, sure. There's difficulty in work. You're probably going to sweat, but it's not depressing, you know, and it's not so super serious either. It's full of joy. And, and, you know, that's the, beautiful thing about it is that like we are solving all the difficult problems of the world through it just a joyful existence you know mm. you're hitting on something so interesting i don't know what compelled you to say the word serious but this morning as i was driving i was thinking about the nature of why seriousness right because this atmosphere right now is so serious right and what <laughs> was coming super serious <laughs> so what was coming to me was humans okay so we are serious because of this thoughtful we 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 believe something to be of importance and so we have seriousness but celebration and joy is the transfiguration of that importance moving to another level of this is really important <laughs> like really important you know what i mean like really yeah. important it's not like okay this is really important and i gotta control every like it's it's another level of that importance. And so I think that a big thing to dispel too is like, it's not like, oh yeah, we're just going to go frolic in the woods and who cares, you know, about how or how, you know, whatever, like, no, we're very, we know the importance of, of the things that we're doing and that we dream daily on. Um, and the celebration is actually the rational reaction and expression of that importance. It's not, you know, we can be thoughtful and serious, but not with that undertone and connotation of like yeah mind you know numbing and like oh gosh you know it's not that yeah where your brain starts hurting right right smoke comes out of your ears you're right man, something something can be serious and important without being serious and important you know what i mean yeah. like you yeah. got you should be thoughtful you should use your critical thinking your god-given critical thinking but it doesn't have to become a joyless process you know, it's like we're building happy existences for our families all over the planet. Like, what could be better than that? It's the solution to everything. And it's full of joy, even just dreaming about it, even if you haven't begun yet. Like, I don't have land yet, but that fills a person with happiness and inspiration, you know, and it's, I don't know, it's just beautiful. Yeah, you're, you're on a kin's domain. You're drinking clean, fresh water you're eating foods that literally have been encoded with your DNA because you put those seeds underneath your tongue for eight or nine minutes. So this, these fruits and these vegetables are literally tailored to you, to your cellular, energetic, emotional, psychological structure. You're jumping in live waters every day. Maybe there's a pond, maybe there's a river. 
you know, you're you're getting your hands in the earth, you're planting trees, you know, um, a tree, you can plant a tree for each family member. Like it's, yeah. it's incredible. Like the, just me singing that I'm so elated. Like, <laughs> I, I'm going to buy my grandma a Lebanon cedar sapling and uh, she's going to raise it in her windowsill. And that's going to be one that I plant on my kin's domain, you know? And yeah. Right. Right. It's beautiful. Right. And um, you guys, you inspired me to pull up this quote from book four, talking about the la you know, how none of this is a dogmatic thing. Uh, the chapter is even, every, even today, everyone can build a home. And Anastasia says, the most important thing, Vladimir, is that even today, everyone can build a home. Everyone can feel God with their soul and live in paradise. One single moment is all that separates paradise from people living on the earth today. Each one possesses conscious awareness within. When dogmas do not interfere with this awareness, then look, Vladimir, what can come to pass. And she starts telling him about building a kin's domain and everything. But, you know, she's constantly affirming, uh, you know, even everyone can feel God with their soul and live in paradise. Like, when have you ever heard words like that before? In human history, you know, um, at least so clearly stated, right? Mm. yeah yeah we don't need fixing we are built to sheer perfection <laughs> right. heaven, heaven right. is the earth it's not on earth it is the earth and we are the earth <laughs> we right. are her like what a big like oh my god it makes life so much more simple you know that there's this the simplicity that comes into the picture yeah and like Wyatt was seeing this incredible joy and celebration, the word is celebration. The list of reasons to celebrate in this community just keeps on getting bigger. Right. <laughs> every passing week, every passing day, you know? Well, and it's so, like when you said simplicity, I mean, it is simple, right? Like we are all, yes, sure, there's billions of people on the earth that all think differently. And that's important that we have these different methods of thinking and that we, we all, you know, respond to stimuli different and we all have different forms of intuition. But at the core, we all want the same thing. We want to feel like how we felt in the very beginning. And we all have a memory of that. And that's the stem of our pain when we turn away from that, you know, because we know, we know we're, we're betraying a part of ourselves. You know, she gives a story of, you know, when you were a child, you know, of how, how you had these lifeless toys and you, you were confused and you were trying to understand what this rattling thing was doing and you know why you're in a crib and all bundled up and then you get out of that and everything in your world tells you to betray yourself but you decide to betray yourself and you continually do it and then you know you're you lock yourself off and so what this foundation you know from i think my perspective and so many people's perspectives is we are walking back we're walking backwards you know we are forgetting and we're remembering you know we're not there's nothing in you know this desire is in everybody i think that's what's so key to translate to the world is this isn't you know something that you're doing a bunch of meditation to reach this goal and celebration like it's inherent in you and that's why you suffer maybe because you're turning away from it like like you just said gabriel one moment all you have to do is turn to the paradise within like one moment it's so it. beautiful. Yeah. That's it. It's right there. It's imminent within all of us. Is it imminent or eminent? I forget which one is the right word for this, but it's 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 there within us. And 
it's existing already. And, you know, as you said, it's like, all we want is to feel the way we felt in the beginning of creation, living in harmony with God in the garden. That's mm -hmm. why we're so intuitively connected to nature and we can't live without it. And um, I don't know. I don't know, my friends. It's just, it's, it's beautiful. I, I want to hear more about, well, I don't know. There's so much, so much that, <laughs> so much, so much to say, but what, what, one thing I'm really enjoying is hearing how much, the community kind of means to you guys and inspires you because you know it's like i mean my biggest pride and joy in life is having you know done what i've done to to build the community in the way that it is now but i couldn't do it without you both it's like now things are expanding and reaching a, a much bigger point than than they were in the past and um i don't know i don't know guys there's a lot there's a lot to say <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, there is a lot to <laughs> there is a lot to say. Um huh. Yeah. What the community is the your question was what does the community mean to us? In a in a way, kind of, or um yeah, I guess in general, what you know. Mm, it's it's like it's like this support that never goes away. So like when I start having dreams about people who I've never seen in real life, that's when it takes it to a whole nother level. You know, when I start waking up and having like not knowing why I'm joyful, I'm just joyful because I just like had an epic dream about, like I said, people I've never met or maybe, you know, it's that's that's when community steps up, when community doesn't become a crux to support my own um my own philosophy or perception that I lack something when it becomes the opposite, a, a catalyst for me to remember that I am full of everything. You know, what we're talking about here is transfigured community. We're talking about new community. I mean, point to me a community that that, that is exactly like this there, you know, and yeah, I mean, every community is diverse, but I mean, in principle, though, a lot of them share the same, you know, hey, be a part of us and you get this support because you need to be supported you know you need you need something here and that's not what we do mm. um we, we we empower individuals i mean the people that have been touched by arian's imageries is is just oh my gosh i mean why why does someone just start crying at the end of an imagery call and they have no idea why like that's mm. that's real healing like when you're crying because of this joyful vision you just had wow wow right yeah. Yeah. And I, this is, um, thanks for saying that, uh, Wyatt. And I feel the same on your calls. I feel the same on all, all of the calls here. All of the community calls are really spectacular. And anytime you get ringing Cedars people together, <laughs> you know that these incredible experiences will be had. You know, this is the second time I'm reading the whole series. So my partner and I are reading the entire series again. We're reading to each other before bed again. And um, I'm reading the books and I've dropped the book so many times and looked at my partner and been like, do you remember this? Do you remember reading? Do you remember this? reading this at all? At all. It's unreal. It's crazy. How, yeah. It's like, it is not, nothing is just material. We know that, but this book is like this, this well of timeless, spaceless knowledge that lives and breathes these books. Like they, it lives and breathes through each and every one. 
And the way, uh, because it, it got to me so much at one point, I was like, oh my God, this is actually ridiculous. Like there's, <laughs> there's like full on chapters that I have zero memory of. People and always talk about Anastasia's metal foot bath thing. Don't remember it all. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yes, remember it at all. Yeah, and, and but my, my, well, I wanted to say, like, <laughs> so I, I wanted to say is, um, because my mind is like trying to find answers like I know I don't need to understand it but at the same time I'm like how is this possible because it's really quite profound and the what I'm understanding is these books are so timeless so spaceless the well of information and insight is so profound it's like as if we are there's only so much information and energy we can process right in a given space and with a given book and so each time you read these books it is not the same book everyone I Trust me, it is yeah. not the same book. We have people in the community who have read the entire series. Like I think nine times, like uh, Winston, for example, one of our beloved community members, I think Love he's Winston. read it either nine or 12 times. Like, and he said like each time, <laughs> each time he reads it, he it's hands up in the air. It's like, I'm not engaging with this book, not nearly the same to the same mm. degree as I was before. So it is, it is this uh, incredible journey, you know, it's this journey. What, what I love about this uh, community and foundation is that we can be and will be with each other for a lifetime, because what we're doing right now is we're solidifying this consciousness and this image, bam, we're making it so refined and so solid. These kids domains are going to be coming in hot. Like these settlements are going to be coming in so like quickly and then right. what we're going to leave each other no we're still going to be building we're going to have settlements all over the world that will be working with one another inspiring one another playing you know like yeah. celebrating life and we're going to be um this literally a global collective family and it's i don't see that ending you know i, I don't see the all. end of that. it's it's because we've built such a beautiful coherent space where everybody feels so safe and and you know, loved and acknowledged, right? It's, you you know, every time somebody, they're like, it's like multiple times a week, somebody says on Telegram that this is the most supportive and beautiful Telegram group on Telegram, right? And it's, it's how is it that so many people feel the same way? And one of the ideas that I got from the Russian Anastasia Foundation that Vladimir shared was that he thought that having somebody in each settlement that's like a representative or somebody connected with the Russian Anastasia Foundation would be a good idea, you know, and I think that's a good idea too. If somebody in each settlement can work with us and everybody can communicate in a broader way, like something I want to talk about on one of our upcoming events is networks of settlements, you know, communication between settlements, because I hear from our Russian friends that we speak with that that's a huge thing that uh, when they are in communication with the other settlements and they can pass learning and experience with each other that that's such a, you know, um, valuable and transformative thing. And there's so much to say. I wanted to, you know, kind of start to wrap it up with one last question that I have for both of you. I wanted to get your ideas and thoughts about, you know, um, building the Ringing Cedars community in the English speaking world. What is it that you think we need? What is it that you think people should keep in mind, whether they're building like their own kin's domains, or they're trying to organize community around themselves, or anything like that? What words would you would you guys think uh, people should think about? 
Ariane, you want to go? I'm still formulating. Yeah, what I would say to that is that this is not an individual process. It is in the sense where, yep, yeah, here's my 2.5 acres or my five acres or whatever, and I'm going to, you know, uh, really co-create with the land. I want everyone to know that this is truly, um, there is so much support, <laughs> like my, <laughs> so much support all over Canada, all over the US, all over the world. There is so much support. So, you know, if you step into this community or if you're already in the community and you're like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for this kin's domain or I already have my kin's domain and I'm ready to take the next step. Allow yourself the absolute joy of knowing there is an entire global family behind you and with you. And, and we're very, very willing to step up with you, to be there with you and to learn and grow with you. You know, you don't have to go and spend like, oh, well, I need to learn about Ken's domain. So I have to do this training and it's like, no, like <laughs> there's literally such a rich and readily available culture and community that's just like right here, right now. Um, so um, that's something I would definitely um, let any community member know, you know, like give yourself the joy of creating all of these future steps with the hands of the many, because we're also going to be learning through you, you know, like um, there's so much to know and kind of I love what Wyatt says, like you've said this so many times, Wyatt, you said like the earth will teach you in the moment. Like you can go and like read all the books and like do all the trainings, but like the earth is going to teach you in the moment. Like you're going to learn when you get your hands in there and it's going to be this beautiful exchange. And if I'm there learning with you, you know, that's really going to enrich my experience. And that's really going to help me out a lot too. These are plots for generations. This is not just for us now here and then we're gone. Like this is pretty, this is incredible. So I would let everyone know that there are so many hands to hold with this. It is not just you. It was never just you. <laughs> and for us to create this beautiful, flourishing world, it's going to be all of us together. It's going to be many. Mm. Tagging on, it sounds like sounds like it's like a message to the community, which I like. I like that because it's it is, you know, we do have literally thousands, right, Gabriel? I mean, thousands, thousands in this. Right. Um. Right along with what Arian said, I, I I feel it's so important that inspired leadership, you don't have to, you don't even have to know. You don't even have to know what it is you want exactly, but the intention to step up, the intention to give of yourself wholly, like you will just be so received. It's not even funny. Like you might not sleep a couple nights. You might be up <laughs> for five hours on a Zoom call. You know, you, so, you know, I don't know what to tell you. I can't, you know, disclaimer yeah. alert. But you know, you're going <laughs> you might schedule a zoom call for an hour and it goes for three. Right. I you know, it doesn't you but the important thing is is that when you do that, others are gonna learn, like what Ariane's saying, and you're gonna be so supported. Um, isn't there a, a law in the universe that the a person experiences what he can only understand at that moment? Um, and so like dive in, you know, but at the same time, like we're we're we aren't in a rush here we're very much wanting to come at this very groundedly. We're not like, dude, I got my land. Like, come on, let's go dig. You know, let's, we're in a hurry. Like, no, 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 no. We're, we're coming at this very groundedly, but at the same time, there's so much space available for someone to insert 
a piece of their soul because your little piece is going to just put another beautiful thread into our tapestry. And like, it's already really beautiful. I mean, I might have to put on sunglasses. It's getting so bright these days. So <laughs> <laughs> we need to, you know, uh, <laughs> so really it's, it's really just a call to action, a call to arms, you know, yeah. uh, everybody can be a peaceful soldier. Everybody can be a happy warrior, a peaceful warrior, you know, and that's, that's how I feel in my soul, you know, and I think that's how we all feel, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's not about going out there and digging the holes and being in the trench and no, it's, it's about sharing space and being in joy. And then all of that will take care of itself. And you'll know the moment when you need to act, you'll know without, without doubt, absolute certainty will be there with you. Um, and I think that's another thing that this community brings is absolute certainty because we have to acknowledge the elephant in the room that our world is built upon like doubt that there is a God, that there is like trees that communicate by their root systems that humans have all these potentials. So this foundation is really an epicenter of absolute certainty of all of the affirmed truths that you know to be true, that maybe we haven't used the right words that fit your language here in this call or, you know, but, you know the truth and we know it too because it's written on all of our sleeve man it's it's in our dna you know we're all speaking the same language um so that's that's what i would leave to the community guys that my my dear brother my dear sister that was so beautiful and inspiring thank you for that you know Wyatt, as you're saying the truth is written on the tablet of our hearts right and and whatever and whatever words that that expresses itself in it's all the same it's one truth and you know joining i i'm i it fills me with like such joy to hear you both talk about the community that we have the way you do because i spent so much time trying to build it all and everything that we have now you know and to hear the way that you both speak about it is so like satisfying and and gratifying to me and it's it's just about connecting the the gold each heart the golden threads that go from heart to heart you know like ariane is saying if you if you join this community you're going to join the most positive beautiful loving intelligent community that you've ever seen you know i'm i'm definitely going to go out on a limb and say that not to say that other communities are great but this community is exceptional the the beautiful souls and the kindness of everybody's hearts and the brightness of all their dreams and thoughts is you know unbelievable it's indescribable and you know come join us if you've read the ringing cedars books if you haven't read the ringing cedars books but you want to learn more step into a group of people who are like-minded and will support you in every single way uh, you know anastasia.foundation is where you find us every platform where people are platforming is where you find us and um <laughs> you know i just i just want to say thank you to you both man i have such deep gratitude and respect for both of you and i'm grateful for your leadership and everything that flows through the universe through you into the lives of all the people who you touch so thank you for what you do and thank you for joining me here today in order to express that to everyone i'm glad everybody has a chance to see us all speaking together and uh, I'm excited to do more of these. I think we should probably do some more with, with us three because I think we could jam on some topics for a while and I think it would be very good. So um, all the gratitude in the world to you, my dear friends.
Thank you so much, Gabriel, for that. Thank you for everything. This has been such a joy. And thank you so much, Wyatt. Um, this, this is truly a trinity. It's a friendship for forever in my mm -hmm. eyes. So thank you so much. Yeah, likewise. You two are like the most inspiring people in my life right now. And, you know, the foundation is the third, you know. And so we, mm. it's that entity that we're creating this same heart, same mind. Um, to see the work that you're doing, Gabriel, I mean, and I, I've only been a part of this foundation for a, about a year and to see where it's come, to see your work ethic, to see your vision. I, I mean, hop on the train guys. Hop <laughs> on the train, everybody. You're, you're in for a ride. Yeah. <laughs> Forget about it. It's, it's <laughs> like, this is going to go from 1860s steam train to maglev bullet train real oh. quick guys <laughs> like, like right. uh you know i wouldn't say we're at a slow pace but it's about to get like mach 5 here pretty soon oh yeah i'm oh, gonna yeah. jump in super quick here and say something yeah. so to, to add to what you just said there gabriel we have uh, a variety of events coming in so talk about inspired leadership we have inspired community members who are stepping up and speaking about right. a variety of phenomenal subjects that are covered in the ringing cedars books so, you know, it really is a phenomenal time to join. Any time is a phenomenal time to join. Yeah. We're going to see an enormous, like, uh, enormous, enormous um, surge of inspired leadership come up yet again. So it's a very exciting time. Yeah, and everybody is, a, is an expert in something, right? So if you feel like you have a skill, if you feel like you have something you want to teach, the platform the community platform is a great place for you to gather people to host your own personal call or to put up a slideshow or do whatever because i know that there's people out there who are like man i mean i'd love to know somebody who knows how to do natural building like really well like please share your skill you know we are all there receptive to you and you know we have so you know this is the start there's so much coming there's so much in the works and in planning i know gabriel can attest to that and has all sorts of ideas you know Forget so about it <laughs> <laughs> you should have I, anastasia foundation forget about it as the yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Sub anastasia foundation forget about it <laughs> forget about it it's, it's wild. i mean i just don't want to sound like you know i'm all talk and i i would love to put it all out there but you know we'll see right you, everybody will see so give it a little bit of time and we'll yeah. all be we'll be looking back at this in five years just laughing like oh my god know. oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> mm. yeah and and yeah so if you if you feel like you have something that you would want to share with the broader ringing cedars community contact us you know you can get in in touch with any of us and we're happy to you know, help you share your message with the people, you know, this is all about the free exchange of ideas and inspiration and knowledge. And so that's what we're about. And so yeah, all kinds of events happening. Uh, stay tuned. Anastasia Dow Foundation is where you go for everything. Uh, there's a page called Get Started, where it has all the ways you can interact with us, you can check out our events schedule, all of our massive amount of events that we're doing all the time. Um, so yeah, Thank you, my friends. Thank you so much, Gabriel. These bloopers, you've got to do bloopers. Seriously, we, we, I think we I'm, should all oh, do this at the same time. All right, let's do it. One, <laughs> two, three. <laughs> <laughs>
That was the best thing I've ever done on a Zoom meeting. That was the best thing I've ever done on a Zoom. Why? What's the name of your farmer's market again? The New New Melly is the town, so we called it New Melly Country Market because we we wanted to be a little country. Yeah. Country. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a it is a little it's a little little country out here. So I just realized, Gabriel, uh, mm. blue Yetis are not compatible with Max anymore. Oh, are you serious? Seriously, seriously, it's I like just, the most popular mic on the market. I know. I just it's it just says uh, understand that Yeti Blue is no longer compatible with Mac OSS since High Sierra that update. So I'm flabbergasted. Oh my gosh, it's been a journey though, you know, like the, today I woke up, I was so excited. And then it's like, I felt like all these things were just like, no, no, <laughs> no. <it's> like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm still like, oh, it's going to be great. Who cares? I don't care. No, no. <laughs> oh my oh, gosh. Man. <laughs>